Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero. Today, we are joined by Lucinda Metcalf from Curves in Riverside, California. Lucinda, how are we doing? Great. Thank you. Got it. Uh, happy to have you on. I'm interested here uh, with our conversation. Looking forward to it. Talking about Curves, and I know you recently purchased the business, so I think we have a lot of cool ways we can go here. Um, but let's just start with, you know, what are you, uh, you know, in your mind, your vision, trying to build here with, with your Curves business? I think that because this gym had such a long history in Riverside, um, over 30 years, that um, it had such a great foundation, but it went through a lot, obviously, through the pandemic and the change, because I came in and made a lot of changes. Um, I'm trying to keep that anchor that it has for the community. I'm trying to build that community gym that ladies, because we are a ladies fitness club, um, can come and work out and experience our community. So keeping that um, personable workout space in in our area. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great thing to do. And like, uh, we can have such a great impact on our on our local communities, you know, with, with our with our gyms and our businesses. So now this is unique. So this gym was here 30 years prior to, prior to your purchase and takeover. Um, what was that whole process like, the buying process? Like I told you earlier, I've sold a few gyms. So I, I'm up to date, familiar with that process. The buying process is always kind of unique and different. What was that like for you? There's that buying process. Well, I would say that if I know what I know now, <laughs> then things would have been different. Um, I kind of jumped in a little blindly. Um, Curves itself being a franchise, nice. um, they were involved, but they kept kind of a hand's distance. So whenever I was asking questions, they kind of bowed out and I had to go to the seller. And I'll be honest, um, I got taken for a little bit of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really trying to recover from that. The right. membership was supposed to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 400. Right. Um, in reality, it was half that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I didn't know that there was a way in the system. She was running reports and giving them to me that, um, she had them held active, but their memberships had been canceled for a long time. Okay. And I didn't know that. So, um, it was quite the experience. Yeah. And, you know, knowing what I know now, things would have been different. So I would say I probably took about a $10,000 bloodbath. <laughs> not terrible, not terrible in the grand scheme. Um, but yeah, but there was, you know, there was potential and I knew that. I mean, it was existing business. Yeah. I did manage to secure her financials. Um, okay. Those were accurate, but um, trailing. So um that I didn't quite see the loss at that moment, but learning experience, definitely. For sure. Great experience, right? Like, <laughs> we, yeah. Uh, we either earn or we learn. So a good way, good way to learn, right. Moving forward. But um, yeah, it's always yeah. interesting to hear like how you value a gym. There's like no real way to do it, you know, unless you have memberships that are under contract for like a year, you know, or if well, you we do. I mean, our memberships are annual contracts, mostly. We do have month-to-month -month options, but we also have a high, um, so our platform with Curves 
I don't know if you know this, it originally started out for seniors. Um, we were paid by Medicare and contractually, um, Medicare's never changed their their dollar offerings. So we're, we're way below market. So many Curves Gym owners had to make a choice, accept it or don't accept it. We had such a high amount of them that really kind of kept the club going throughout the pandemic that I chose not to disregard those memberships. We went through and did some upgrading, which our members were very willing to do. But um, then we had the month-to-month -month contracts, which were still below what our monthly, our contracts were. So she just wasn't doing maintenance to that. There was, it, there's just so much. There was so much involved um, that I just didn't know when I purchased it. But, but again, having that base and that start, at least you knew you, you had an income. You right. could pay your rent. You could pay your electricity. You could pay your internet. And right. there was only potential to grow from there. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's pros and cons, right, to, to buying an existing business or starting from scratch. And I think you just kind of laid out yeah. the, the pros. You have a base. You have money coming in already. So, uh, yeah, a place to start from without, you know, without, without anything. But we have curves involved. And so we, they take royalties from us. Yeah, sure. So you have to calculate that in. Um, they're taking a, a, a pretty good chunk of royalties along yeah. with tech fees and along with marketing, which sure. is interesting. I'm sure we'll get to that. But um, so, I mean, I've owned a business for 10 years, but this is obviously a whole different avenue. Um, I tried to apply many of those principles to that purchase, which helped me. Right. But still, again, you don't know what you don't know. Of course, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. maybe if I found your podcast sooner, I might have been a little better prepared. Yeah, well, now we're here and we can we can help others out, right? So yes, uh, no, things, things will work out. Let's get into the fun part. So, uh, yes. but it's always I think it's good to talk about purchasing or selling in this industry because it's not hard. It's hard to find resources really out there. Yeah. How how what why to do it? You know. So uh, cool. So I appreciate you sharing that, Lucinda. That's that's great. Um. So before we dive, I want to talk about like franchise support they give you. Um, I want to talk about your marketing plan. We know the curves model, the group training model. Um, yes. But before we get into that, why did you decide to uh, go down this route of entrepreneurship in this fitness space and with curves in particular? Well, <clears throat> to make a long story short, I, I have always worked out, um, you know, I, uh, it's been a part of my life and I, I, believe in fitness in all aspects of everything. So I've, I've always wanted to own a gym, even back when I was like in my twenties. Um, so I joined curves and I was just kind of curious, you know, so I planned on asking the owner, what was a franchise like? Yeah. I, as a business owner, my, my other business is a farmer's agency. And obviously that's a captive agent. So sure. I'm dealing with kind of the same situation but I went that route because of the the anchor and the support that having a name brand gives you right, right. so I mean could it have been Orange Theory could it have been another fitness club yes but I was part of that club it was a walking distance from my office um, I was getting back into working out and I was like I loved the fact that I can go in there do my 45 minutes and get out there was just there was none of the gym waiting you know for guys to get off machines <laughs> love my guys but you know what I, I i like having the ladies so i just liked the model and the platform so i just so happened to have the conversation with her and she goes i just put the gym up for sale 
So it was just like fate in some respects. Um, So that just started the process from there to work with her and Curves Corporate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, coming from a place of passion, obviously, and yes, your experience of working out and how it's probably had a, I'm sure it's had a huge positive positive impact on your life and sharing that with our community, right? And uh, yes, with the Curves brand for sure. So let's get into like, so I think every successful business, Lucinda, kind of has three elements, right? The first one. Uh, we kind of alluded to this already, but we solve a problem. So what, what problem do you think, I know it's yourself, but what problem would you say you guys are solving? <laughs> I, th- I think we're solving a very safe place for yep. ladies to yep. come yep. and work out. Exactly. Because as women, we can be self-conscious. Sure. Um, you know, our demographic, our sweet spot is that mid, you know, I, I kind of classify them as the mommies who are maybe having time crunches with children um, and schooling. So they need a place where they can come in, work out during that hour um, and also be safe in their, their own environment where they're not being judged. I mean, you know, you, you go to many, I mean, I've gone to so many gyms. I, I, I met my husband at a gym. So, you know, I know what to me, gyms were like bars. <laughs> <laughs> but with this platform, it, it's just a very safe place for, yeah. for ladies to come and work out completely non-judgmental. And we really try to strive to empower women with where they are today. Right. Not necessarily, you know, obviously they have a journey they want to go on. I want to achieve better tone. I want to lose weight. I want to feel good about myself. I need mental clarity. Um, but I think because we're a tribe of women, <laughs> we just know how to help empower each other. Of course. Yeah, that's, so that's solving a, a huge problem, which is great, especially nowadays. You mentioned the time piece, which I think is important. Um, because, yeah, you have moms driving the kids around after school to practices and games and, it's, and other events. It's crazy, right? It's 45 yes. minutes is like fitted in there. It's nice. Don't have to wait for machines, like you said. Structured program, bang, good. So yeah, I love it. So uh, part two of this kind of elements I think of a successful business is need a viable model. And I believe we already touched on your model, that group training model, 45 minute sessions, right? Do you want to elaborate on that, uh, Lucinda, any, any more? Yeah, so um, we work uh, cardio and muscle groups. So what we do here at our club, at All Curves Clubs, is you have your workout mat and then you have your machine and each machine works two muscle groups. So on the bicep tricep machine, you're getting both of those um, elements of training for that muscle. When you're on the active recovery mats that we call, um, you're doing your cardio. We also have specialty classes. So when we have those specialty classes, we will be doing boxing. So we'll do boxing on the mats, work on our machine, Um, yoga, Pilates, stretching balance tai chi so i mean it just kind of goes what you know we call it body basics um so we know each day that we have time slots that we do those classes and um it changes things up so when you're regularly coming in what we call free gym work you're you're working the course for that 30 minutes um when you come in for the specialty classes you're doing specialty work on those mats nice yeah, I like those specialty classes. I did not know that you do that. So that's pretty awesome. That's another. Yeah, keeps it really fresh, keeps exactly. the body kind of guessing what are we doing? And also, you know, like mo- Mondays are muscle Mondays. We're focusing more on the machines than we are. So the recovery mats are more about that recovery moment. 
Um, and then when we're focusing on, you know, legs, arms, and core, that's a little different. You know, we're on the mats doing hardcore stuff like burpees and push-ups, and, you know, hitting it a lot harder. I like to say right now, it's not your mama's curves. There you go. I like that. That's a good tagline. That's a good, that's a good t-shirt too, you know? Especially for me, because I try to bring that element in, you know, and, and it's funny. We have some young ladies that'll come in and you know that they're judging and they see some of our older club members and some of those older club members have been coming for a long time sure. and they will kick their butts i believe it i've seen <laughs> it. i believe it. It, was, it i love you said that not your mama's curve so like the next part of uh, every successful business marketing plan marketing strategy has to be viable and i think we have to have some clarity right in our messaging um so like we just said there which kind of leads perfectly into the next like not your mama's curves so let's talk about is that kind of the, the messaging and branding that you're trying to put out there and awareness in your local community? So that's my messaging, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Curves hasn't changed much. So right, right. as an individual club owner, it kind of comes to me to figure out how I want to get there. Uh, okay, okay. They brought in some new technology, which is now coming, but it's a huge cost to us as club owners because yeah. there's monthly costs and then there's the purchase cost and it's a my zone. Uh, Orange Theory has that going on where you have to purchase the watch. Right. You come into the club and you work out with that. So Curves has now adopted that model as well with my zone. So when you walk in the door, your watch syncs up and is shown on a TV screen in our club, which will show where your target heart rate is at. Are you in the green zone working out where you need to get the most yellow where the coach needs to have a conversation with you <laughs> or the red zone where we're like, Hey, you might need to take it down a notch. <laughs> we're only here for 30 minutes. And if you're not in that green zone, you're not getting the maximum benefit. Right. So right. that's a new technology that's coming, okay. but how do we know about it? Right. Sure. I mean, they're not advertising. You know, we get some stuff on, on social media that they're paying for, but it's really up to me. So I'm trying to step out there now with my social media marketing and put myself up there saying it's not your mama's curves because I've got to bring that message in. Right. We can give you that workout that you're looking for. Right. Um, we can make you, you know, feel that burn. <laughs> so trying to really just put that message out now so that people can come in and try it, you know, yeah. and see what that workout's all about. You know, I love it. Yeah. I love, uh, yeah. I think it's good that they're adding the you know, new technologies, which is good, but you know, and I also like that they give you guys the freedom in the, in the individual clubs to do your own marketing. So that's, yes. I think that's yeah. a plus and it kind of can separate each, each gym from the other one, which I think is important. Um, I think it is, but you know, I'm coming from an independent gym owner background. So, exactly. you know, no, but I think it is, it's not so much a problem for me because nobody has an option. If, if they search curves, they're only going to find me. Okay. Um, so, you know, they don't have a big option if yeah. they want to yeah. work out in that model, but how do I get the generation that I want in? Yeah. Because yeah. when they think of curves, they're thinking about the old people, exactly. right? Exactly. And I'm like, that's just not, that's, that's, that's not what we are, you know. Our workout is very viable to anybody, right. to anybody. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, it's just getting that branding out there, the awareness of what you guys are now. You know, it's not yes. 1987 anymore. It's it's a different a different yes. time. Yeah. So I assume that may be a little bit of a challenge. I don't know, but uh, Lisa, yeah. What else? Social media? Have you done any paid advertising to target yes. a certain demographic or anything like that? 
Yes. So yeah. um, since I took over, I've done Facebook marketing. I'll boost ads. Okay. I pick the ads and I also put my own in there. Yeah. Um, so Curves Corporate obviously does um, hearsay social. Uh, actually, they call it, I'm sorry, they call it Engage 101 um, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and so those ads corporate puts together and they're still a little dated in my opinion. So yeah. I tend not to boost those. <laughs> so I boost my own. So we'll record in the gym. Um, I'm trying to get more comfortable with recording my own um, messages. And that's something kind of the reason I wanted to step out and try this because um, you know, I mean, sometimes you're a little self-conscious about yeah putting your own message out there. <laughs> what do I look like? How do I sound? So, yeah. um, you know, try not to be afraid of that in doing more of my own and then boosting those, yeah. um, challenging people to come in and try us, you know, yeah. here's a free week. Um, locally we market. One of the things that this club has done a lot of is a lot of local marketing okay. and all of those local entities have reached out to me since I've taken over. So we've ran ads, we've done um, uh, giveaways, and uh, we're very so um, very active with the schools because yep. again we're trying to bring that demographic of the mom in. Right. So we've done free backpacks, giving yep. away, you know, and our members are so wonderful. When we do our backpack drive, man, we just get lots of backpacks full of school stuff, and that's great to take to the schools. Sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's school demographic. The parent, the moms there. Yeah, it's probably terrific. With that, with the boost post, Lucinda, what is, have you calculated kind of your return on investment there, what that looks like? Um, like so what you're getting back, that sort of thing? I would love to say that it's returning a lot more, <laughs> but I know that I would say maybe um, at this point, I would say only 10%. Okay. Okay. Really. Um, we are getting messages. So um, the um, connection button. Uh, the the I'm trying to think of what they call it, but the the little connect with button we get those, so they do come back. A lot of people are just fishing though for what's involved. We aren't the entry level um, financial investment. Right. Um, our membership prices because we're a boutique gym, lot smaller. Our course every hour will hold 25 people. Wow. So if we were at attrition, yeah. Um, every hour we could host 25 people on the floor yeah we're not at attrition so we've got plenty of room to play <laughs> um our morning times is much fuller than our evening times yeah. so um right now I, I i think a lot of people are just looking i mean people are still trying to recover you know yeah. but financially we can't be that planet fitness for ten dollars a month so um so we get a lot of interest but we're slow on the uptake. I would say um, right now we are signing up at least one person every week. Nice. Okay. So that's, that's, that's in my opinion, at least it's, it's, it's bringing something back to the club, but it's still not where I need it to be. Right. For sure. Yeah, definitely. A marketing plan is like, has to be so well-rounded, right? Like mm -hmm. digital marketing and social media, definitely a big part of it. Now I think probably most resources should go there. Uh, then we can talk about the local marketing, that affinity marketing and forming those local partnerships are big. Yeah. A lot of people are going to say word of mouth, obviously, which is another part to it. But 
the most for us that is a big connection we get a lot of referrals just from our members bringing in because we offer buddy referrals yeah which is um, great right which is definitely a massive part of it and uh yes yeah to kind of uh let's say tap those great members who love us and like love what we do and like have them share the message or almost be like our ambassadors that's like yeah. that's why i kind of like to use word of mouth you know is i want to be able to track it and like predict it in some way if possible but you know, tapping members to be ambassadors out in the community. We give them a discount. They bring people in, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it, yeah we it, offer we offer our members uh, the buddy referrals that they can use towards merchandise, um, our um, merchandise existing of not only shirts, but of products like their protein shakes, their collagen shakes, their vitamins, because um, we partner with a company called AdvoCare. And um, so we have that ability to help them because obviously nutrition is a big part. Uh, we also offer nutrition plans. Okay. So upselling, well, we didn't touch on that, but, but mostly the buddy referrals are great because we always like to say curves works best with a friend because who else holds you accountable? Exactly. I mean, we do as coaches because we're, we're, we're messaging, Hey, we haven't seen you. We're yet. <laughs> so, um, but I would say for us, our biggest thing has been the community the grassroots stuff going to other businesses giving out um like i try to do vouchers yeah. so like our local um salad place hey you know what we're gonna do a um which we use for retention wow. we're gonna uh, do a contest in our club for the ladies that are working out can i get a free lunch yeah. from you guys that'll bring them to you you know um plus our clients your clients to us because we put our stuff in their their store yeah. i'm really big on the grassroots stuff i mean i know social media is the way to go um and for us to reach that demographic that we want they're in the social media area so i have been doing that but um also too because we're the only club in the area we really have to market our area Definitely. because people walk to us currently they're they're you know they want something close because yeah. they have to come after work we've got people driving from reno valley which is a 45 minute drive away oh, really because they want curves yeah <laughs> and there isn't one in their local area that's a great yeah. thing i think yeah that demand is there so that's that's what we want that's awesome yeah and you brought up a lot of good things there into the I definitely want to touch on so let's go into that so like obviously we have uh the group membership uh package program then you talked about nutrition you brought up the supplements with advocare obviously using those to serve members, but also to increase revenue per member. Yes, um, yes. So what, what does that look like for you? Uh, is that the main two ways you're increasing revenue per member is the supplements, the nutrition, uh, maybe some merchandise, and, and this overall, obviously, retention coming back month after yes. month. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, so the retail portion of AdvoCare and the shirts, they do bring a nice little sure. side um, income. But that is new. Um, when I first got in in September, I didn't really mess with any of that. Um, I was always, you know, I was a little afraid of the whole retail thing, you know, getting my retail license and having to pay tax. And, you know, um, I just didn't want to get, I, was, I didn't have a lot of time to get involved in that. The takeover of the club was so fast and furious. Normally it takes months, but this one, you know, we did it in 30 days. Okay. So it was crazy, but, um, I am seeing the increase in income with that, um, with that line of, of adding. So yeah. that's great. And I really want to push into that some more because it, it helps. I already have this audience. Right. I'm not trying to sell it to anybody else. I already have the audience there. Right. Yeah. We know yeah. that it benefits them. 
as well as benefits us when they're walking around with curved shirts on. (laughs) People go, oh, curves is still around. Yes. (laughs) So so those are those are things that I've really been starting to lean into more. But it's new for us. Um, The buddy referrals and asking our current members to bring people in is just the easiest way. It's easy to sell to people you already know. Right. 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 I mean, it's just they sell it when the people walk in, they just hand you their card. They're ready to go. Right. Um, so there's no convincing them. Their friends have already done that. Yeah. And I would say that that really kind of brought us in originally to the club to grow because we lost a lot when we did the transition and we moved our club. That was another thing. Oh, wow. And we lost wow. memberships when we moved it because we moved it from a 30 year location. Okay. Okay. I had to, I had no choice. We yeah. couldn't financially afford the rent there. Sure. sure and that's sure. really what took out a lot of curves. Gym owners were afraid to make the move. And I'm like, I can't afford not to make the move. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we did it. And um, I did that overnight. And that was really incredible oh. because we closed on a Friday and we opened on a Monday. Yeah, I've been there. It's crazy, right? Yeah. During sure. Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> you, uh, it was when, you, when you bought the gym, Lucinda, how many, mem- you had about 250 members? Well, we thought we had four, right. over four. Right. We had about 240. um and a lot of those were well care members which were paying a quarter of what our membership costs were got it got it okay yeah 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 Yeah. so you moved so we're strongly back up to just shy of 300 right now okay very cool from september um so a little slower than i intended it to be but um but i also had a second business and i wasn't focusing so that business is up for sale got it pending sale um the first of august so i'll be able to really focus in on the club awesome that's great yeah so so moving forward you're all in here in the club yes uh, once august comes that's great so let's talk about some some goals here we, we hit on your marketing we hit on your model we hit on retention and uh the av- increasing average revenue remember and the, yes. the supplement piece i think is great because our clients are going to go buy it somewhere else you know exactly so we might as well have a good product uh for them in our place, right? So I think that's terrific. Yes. Um, well, we're also upselling right now. And the new thing is, is the MyZone. So yeah. that's increased. So what's happening is if they want to do MyZone, they have to purchase the watch, right. which we have a connection for, they buy it through us. Um, and then they have to increase their membership to the next level. Got it. Okay. So they have to upgrade. Okay. So that is really what I think. And that's my focus right now. We're, we're going through the club, taking a list of everybody who wants to start participating because they have to upgrade. And yeah. that's really where the next boost for my club is going to be is um, taking the step in the new technology. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And uh, different levels of membership and ways to upsell, yes. ways to downsell if need be, all, all good stuff to have. So, so we bought the gym in September. We already moved. We've added members. Uh, we've brought us some new technology, some supplements. So let's talk now, moving forward here. I think you have an awesome opportunity to kind of, we'll say, rebrand what Curves is in 2022, yes. right? Uh, especially where you are with no real competition from other Curves in the area. So what is like your five-year plan here, Lucinda? Where are you going to be May? What the heck day is today? May 16? Wow, May 16, <laughs> 2027. Where's Curves Riverside? Yeah, so, you know, um, Obviously, the easiest answer is to say I'd love to be at attrition and have the club, you know, at a thousand members. I think stepping that through, um, we're hoping that we end the year um, with increasing, you know, our membership double, you know, so our target is 800 by the end of the year. Nice. Um, because I think we 
I think we can do it. Um, we are starting to see the momentum of just the, the short time that we're starting to add and implement new marketing okay. um, because everything takes time. It's like a train rolling down the tracks. You, you know, you want to be impatient. Um, you know, when I invested in the club, my husband's like, oh, great. You're going to give me money back every month. And it's like, no, we've just been paying the bills. Nobody's taking a paycheck home, but the employees, right, right. <laughs> um, which we're blessed to say that I had the ability to do that. Not everybody does, but we're starting the train rolling down the tracks, increasing that marketing, increasing the social media advertising budget, increasing the local marketing budget. So, you know, yes, we're already halfway through the year. Right. So I'd say if, if, if our target is 800 by the end of the year, I'd, I'd be great rolling into next year. By the end of next year, I would like to be at a thousand plus yeah. because um, I know for a fact we won't be anywhere close to our attrition level even at a thousand. Right. So um, I think that will put us in a strong standing. We'll be profitable yeah. at that point. Um, and uh, coming in with the new technology, I think that's going to bring the demographic that we need. Right. So Because without making that change, we're not going to get the people we need. Right. Because curves... Cur Curve's model needs that extra push. For sure, yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I love it. I think uh, as a business, we're either growing or we're, we're dying. Ma we can't, main maintenance isn't a real thing. It's like you're going yeah. down. So like you have to hear what you're talking about to bring Curves into the new era, you know, the new world, if you will, I think is right. spot on. And when you get to a thousand, are you gonna have to move locations again? Or can this location hold that, you think? No, this location can hold it. We're at uh, okay. just shy of 1,700 square feet. Okay. So wow. we're okay. Um, um, and that was part of the reasons when I moved, I was kind of looking at at that space. Sure, sure. Um, there's a lot of parking at the location. We moved off the main stream. Okay. So where we were at was located in old downtown Riverside. There yep. was paid parking. Our members actually had to pay to park. Wow. wow. That's how committed our members were. They paid the park. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we moved only a mile down the road, yeah. but into what's considered a commercial zone. Yeah. So so that zone, our parking area um has the room to hold us. We're also right across the street from a school, nice. which which has been great. <laughs> and in that location are dance clubs. So that's where we're getting, you know, and that's part of the reasons why I picked it yeah. is what was around it. It's something to think about when you're looking for locations. Um, what's there that you're going to be able to draw from. There was a lot of houses around yeah. it. There was a school across the street from it. There was, um, you know, uh, the dance clubs, which there's tons of mommies at waiting, yeah. just sitting around waiting for their kids to do their dance practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's got a great long future. I love it. Yeah, I love what you're thinking about that. Because I think the real estate of fitness is huge, right? Like the spot you pick is so important. You said earlier, the previous spot, the rent was crazy. And yes. that's the problem with a lot of curves were like, they go under because you know, they can't afford the can't afford rent, it. which is crazy. So, but so I don't know how many businesses can afford five grand a month. It's nuts. I mean, I'll tell you my rent in my last cross that uh, was uh, 6,000 a month. And that was a deal. Wow. And our, <laughs> our monthly expense just to keep the door open. It's no franchise fee. This is nothing. It was not paying myself. It was like 17,000 bucks just to like, just operate. So like, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, we did well. It just was, you know, you look back and you're like, 
could have cut that, could have cut that. Could have cut that. And that's what I said to her. I'm like, why did you never think about that? I'm kind of a miser. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm always shopping, but I will say, you you bring up a good point. Um, One of the things that I noticed about that location is the potential that if I did have to move, um, within that same building, Hmm. there could be other opportunities. So if I knew I had to move, I wanted to keep a pulse of the other studios that would be available for me to expand in. In other words, we don't really have to move other than just that store because there's there's a lot of other places in there. Um, And I did make sure to tell my landlord, hey, if something else opens up that's bigger, can you advise me first? I don't know that I'm ready to go there, but I don't want to outrun that location spot. Yeah, that makes total sense. And uh... If you can fill that thing with capacity, the numbers we just talked about, and all fit there, and keep your overhead low, I think that's a yeah. win situation, right across the board. And then we're making money; we can give back more to the members. We can add things, take away things. Uh, that's where I think we want to be at. So I think that's yeah. awesome. So uh, yeah, Lucinda, I think it's an awesome place to uh, wrap this uh, episode up. I appreciate your time today, coming on and sharing Thank your you. story with us. Where can the listeners check you out on uh, your website, social media? Where can we find you and, and check out Curves Riverside? So if you just search Curves of Riverside, you're going to get us. It's that simple. (laughs) Um, You know, Curves is uh, the only one, and it's going to take you right to our website. Um, You know, obviously, we're at 4280 Latham Street. Suite F is in Frank in Riverside, right off of the 60 Freeway and Main Street. So pretty much by the downtown area. You mean, and that's a very uh, local hotspot for anybody who lives in our area in the Inland Empire. Everybody knows where downtown is. Yeah. Um, so uh, curves.com will take you right to the Curves of Riverside. Beautiful. Appreciate it so much. And uh, thank you for coming on today. We wish you luck. Thank and, you. Uh, and a rebranding curves here. I love it. Yes. And I look forward to listening to future podcasts and learning from other gym owners. I think it's been a very helpful thing. So um, appreciate what you're doing. That's great. God, yeah. Thank you, Lucinda. And listeners, we appreciate you as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero. Today, we are joined by Richard Dominique from Dom's Sweat Bar in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Richard, how you doing, man? I'm great. How are you today? Doing awesome, dude. Uh, doing awesome. Thank you for coming on, for joining us. Of course. We're actually pretty close and in real life. We can almost do this in person. <laughs> gym, I see the gym behind you. It looks pretty awesome. looks super modern. A lot of lights. Yeah, Love thank you. Thank you. And so uh, I'll have to hop down there one of these days next time I'm coming through Jersey. But Just let me dude, know. Hell yeah. Let's start, man. So uh, I love the name. So Dom's Sweat Bar. Let's start there. Uh, Real quick, what made you come up with that name? So growing up, I was always gone. Everyone called me Dom. It was always my nickname when I played sports. My parents, everyone just called me Dom. So that just felt natural to go with that. 
and sweat bar, I wanted something that kind of had people question like, oh, what's that? But, but it kind of pops. So I yeah. felt like the Dom sweat bar flowed nicely together. And that's how we came up with that. Very cool. Very cool. So yeah, I love that. So that's uh, sweat bar is a cool name. And obviously we're sweating, working out all that good stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So I know, I know Richard, you opened this business like a year ago, right? So talk to us about why you decided to do that, what that experience has been like so far, and just walk us through the, that process. Okay, so I opened up about a year ago, and I was kind of forced into this, actually, okay. due to COVID. Yep. So I was working at a gym in Verona, New Jersey, that went out of business. They closed down because of COVID, and I was working there for about five and a half years. Great flow of customers, and it was like to the point where there weren't just clients anymore. Everyone was friends, everyone was family. Mm -hmm. And the gym shut down. Now, when the gym shut down, at first everyone thought it was temporary, but then we found out it was permanent. Sure. So from there, I reached out to all my clients, let them know what's going on. And I actually started going to houses to train. Yep. And I was training about 45 clients at the time. Wow. So I'm going from house to house, from town to town, parks, playgrounds, wherever I can find space yeah. to exercise. And once it started getting cold outside, I'm like, all right, I can't do this anymore outdoors. Right. It's time to find a location. So that's how I ended up here in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Okay. I kind of got forced into it by my gym shutting down and having right. a huge flow of clientele. Sure, man. That's so funny. Uh, I have the exact same story. Like I was uh, <laughs> not to dive, not to divulge into me at all, but yeah, like real quick, like I showed up at the gym one day and there was a locks on the door. I guess the owner, and it was a big gym, you know, a big gym. Yeah. And like, I guess they weren't paying taxes or something or owed a lot of money. And they just, they, they just closed the gym. So like I, yeah. gym, same reason, because I was pretty much, I don't want to say that too, but it was like, do you, you stop doing this or, or we do that? So that's very cool. So yeah. talk, talk us through. So the gym looks awesome. I know the listeners can't see it, but. How, how did this space, how long did it take you to get into space? Did you have to do any build out? Uh, it looks yes. really, really fresh, modern and bright and vibrant and all that stuff. So talk us through like the real estate side of things and how that process was and how long it took you to get actually uh, open to do business in this space. So it, it actually was a very tough process because yep. when it comes to locations, right, it's important to have, to be visible. You want to yeah. be seen, yeah. foot traffic, uh, you want it to pop out, stand out. So actually in Bloomfield, there is nothing else like what I have here at all. When I went to the town and applied and spoke to everyone, they were like, there's no personal training studio anywhere in Bloomfield. So this will, there, there's a demand for it. There's a need for it. Yeah. So, and when I found this location, it needed a lot of work. It was empty for about a year. It took almost three and a half months to build. Yep. Uh, I had to do everything from installing the lights into the ceiling to the flooring to ordering equipment. At that time during COVID, equipment took two months to arrive. Yeah. Because yep. there was a shortage of everything. People yep. were ordering for their homes, so yep. I couldn't find equipment. So by the time everything was up and done and set and ready to go, it took about three and a half months okay. to uh, get going. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I, for, I forgot all about that for a minute about the yeah. supply chain issues with the equipment. Yeah, I, I remember that now. It was, it was pretty insane. Like, yeah, two months to get like a, some dumbbells. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Things you think, uh, 
would be super simple. But um, yeah, with the with the actual space, how did you go about negotiating to do the build out? Did you take care of the build out yourself? Did the landlord do it? What was that part of the negotiation like? So when I originally spoke to the landlord, he yeah. was so excited to have something yeah. like this under his building yeah. space. Yeah. He left everything to me. So I had the freedom to customize however I wanted the place. So the layout of the gym is my complete design. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Was, did he do the build out for you or was that on your final? That was all me. Everything was on me. Yeah. yeah very cool. Yeah, everything. Yeah, I like to talk about that stuff because that's something we don't get to talk about enough of. It's a big part of business, right? Like you said, location is everything. And yeah. I think the energy and vibe of, vibe of our space is, uh, you know, utmost importance. So Absolutely. it looks great again. So congrats, man, on opening this. And, Thank uh, you. Especially during COVID, right? Making like major yeah. positive is awesome. And, and the, there's no PT in Bloomfield, New Jersey. So you get to bring that there, which is which is awesome. So let's dive into the gym and service-wise. Uh, Richard, uh, what services do you guys offer? So I know we kind of talked about this a little bit. What, what's going on there at uh, Dom's Sweat Bar? So it's a personal training studio. We yeah. do one-on-one -on -one training, small group training, and sports-specific training. Have a lot of young athletes that come in looking to get quicker, stronger, faster for their specific sport. We help them. Um, we work with all types of clients, whether it's people looking to lose weight, gain size, gain muscle, uh, or overall people who just want to be healthy and just keep moving and just remain into fitness because, you know, the older we get, the harder things get and the more sure. we have to maintain everything. For sure, man. For sure. So of those, we got PT, we got group, we got sports performance. If you could give each a percentage of like your revenue, what is, how much is the PT makeup? How much the group, how much is the sports performance piece makeup? I would well, say the PT one-on-one -on -one is easily... 80% of the clients right now, 80%. And then the rest is split about 10, 10. Got it. Very good. So, um, so let's, let's dive into, you know, there's like five core tenets to the fitness industry, right? You have like your lead generation, how you get people in the door, yep. the nurturing of those leads, then like your sales, I call it like a sales intake process. Like once I do come in, what that process looks like to get me started. And then retention, like how we keep our, how we keep our members. I know it's only mm -hmm. been a year, so like you probably haven't had many issues or any issues there, you know. Yeah. Uh, regarding retention, and then lastly, like the ascension of our clients. So how, how do we get them to be more valuable to us per person? So, with our marketing, Richard, what have you done to mark? I know you came in with already a, a forty-five clients, right? So you you had that yeah. nice base, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a lot of stress away starting a new business. Besides the, the clients you brought with you, have you done any marketing yet to bring new faces in or has, has it been more of like a word of mouth thing? So surprisingly, there hasn't been much marketing at all. Okay. Uh, when I first came in here, I thought that was going to be number one, what I needed to do to get business flowing, to get people through the door. But to my surprise, word of mouth has spread like wildfire. Yep. And the location itself, the amount of walk-ins wow. have been phenomenal. Almost every other day, maybe every day, I'm getting either phone calls or people coming in interested because they walk by, they drive by, they see the space, and yep. they just stop and stare like, what's going on here? I want to see what this is. I want to be a part of it. Yep. So there hasn't actually been much 
advertising when it comes to social media presence or anything like that. Okay. It's mostly word of mouth how we've been spreading. Yeah, for sure, man. And that's that's awesome to be able to have like um like we said, the clientele already there on the open is a huge head start, right? And then yeah. to have a location where people are actually walking into the gym, like you know, yeah, another huge advantage. I, I probably had a maybe one walk in ever, right? Like, so like to be able to have that is really cool. Any, um, any plans to use any kind of digital marketing down the road? Oh yeah, actually, it's funny that you asked that. I'm actually speaking with a photographer and a website developer oh, to cool. get photos taken so I can get all that up and running nice. by next week or the end of the month. Nice, man, yeah, really good, yeah. Definitely like what I've seen, obviously word of mouth is terrific, right? And like, so it's actually something that's been interesting to me like a lot lately. And it's like, how do we track that best, right? Is there a system? Yeah. Is there a system? Because word of mouth it does work, obviously. There are best yeah. methods. What is the best system we can do to just even make that better? You know, is it like take our 10 best clients who are like our raving fans and have and, and hook them up and have a system in place with them. Um, is it sitting, setting like goal setting um, meetings with our clients like once a month or every two weeks? Have you tried any kind of systems in place yet to like to really use like your best clients to you know get your message out there to your to Bloomfield to the Bloomfield area? Just I'm just something I've been thinking about lately myself. So it's not even just the best clients. I do it with everybody. Okay. I try to keep it the way it is here. When you come in here, when you're in this facility, you feel like you're part of a special community. Nice. So that immediate feeling already gets people talking nice. about the location. Yeah. But I also try to give incentives like, hey, if you have any friends, if you have anybody who's interested yeah. or thinking about working out, right. uh, for every person that you bring in, you'll receive maybe a, a, a hoodie or yeah. You'll get a gift card or some kind of incentive just to get people to, you know, expand out and talk to their friends, talk to their family, to get people interested to come in the door. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, definitely having the referral referral program in place is terrific. At what point in time do you like throw that out there to them when they first join? Or is it something to kind of do regularly, we'll say? Or I like can't. to wait a little bit. Okay. Once, yeah, at least a month and a half, because once they start to see the results and feel the results themselves yep. and feeling good about themselves, that's when they start talking more, they're more comfortable. Yep. And I just see the overall change in them. That's when I start to talk about that and it works for itself. Yeah, I like that. That definitely makes sense. The first couple of months in a gym can be intimidating, right? Walk, even yeah. walking down the street can be intimidating. Yeah. Richard, what have you, what have you done? Um, so say I walk off the street today, like I'm, I'm interested. What does that client, that new client intake process look like from getting me walking in to getting me, you know, training on the floor behind you there? So I like to keep it personal. So yeah. once a new person walks in, I always just talk, just listen, ask the client or ask the potential client, what is it you're looking for? How did you find this location? Um, when, what's your, your goals? What are you trying to do? And then I schedule them for a consultation. And the consultation is basically an overall screening, an FMS screening. We check imbalances, strengths, weaknesses, strengths, everything, and form a plan from there. And usually by the time the FMS screening is done, the orientation is done, they're already ready to go. Like, I want to start tomorrow. Let's do this right after doing that. 
Awesome. So yeah, they do the orientation. They do FMS, which I love FMS. You know, it's yeah. uh, just, uh, I mean, it's, we'll go into training here real quick. How many people kind of fail that or, or struggle on that? Most, most, I mean, yeah. I would, I would, I would, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, uh, but it's a good tool, right? So you have more data to show them and that's exactly uh, for us as coaches. I think it gives us a, just another level of professionalism and the more data we have, the better. Otherwise we're just basically guessing. Right. So exactly. Yeah. I, I would love to see the stats on how many people fail the FMS. Thing. <laughs> I would be a nightmare. Uh, on that. <laughs> Anyway, so so yeah, I do the FMS. I meet with you, Richard. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. How do how do you go about? How do you set up your your training? Like so, say like you know, I need I need one on one. We decide I need one on one training. That'd be the best approach for me. You guys do packages, or is it monthly or weekly or pay as you go? How how do you do it? Okay, so we have it set up here two ways. You can it's monthly yeah. with a, at the it's an initial three month commitment, and then it goes to an open month to month. I like it, and then there are also package deals where the 12 session minimum. So okay. you purchase 12 sessions and we use them however it fits in your schedule, because yes. usually the people that buy the package of sessions, their schedules all over the place. They have a rotating schedule. So if they can make it twice one week, they'll come. If they can make it three times the next, they'll come three times. So it's either package sessions or on a month monthly basis. Yes. Yeah, I really like that initial three-month commitment. I think that's key, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. For so many reasons, I'm sure you'd attest to, like, you're not going to see your results in two weeks. It's going to take at least three months and to yeah. build a habit, if you will, of coming. Um, so you start everybody with that commitment, right? Or can yes. I also? Yeah, great. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Now, how do you go about, do you charge for that, like a high ticket all up front, or do you break it up into three months or something else? We break it up into three months. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of people who don't like to worry about being billed yep so we just set it up for automatic uh eft payments and we don't think about it we just keep training and it gets to the point where it's be it's part of their weekly routine yep. so it's it feels awkward and it feels off when they miss a session or if they don't come right so it keeps up that consistency and we just focus on the workout it's very cool yeah so uh, the communication piece there for them is is easy, right? So yeah. What um, so how are you how are you utilizing excuse me technology within a business? I see the TV screen behind you there, which is which is pretty sweet. Yeah. We just talked about like the billing side of things, and if I miss a session, I get like a message, hey, you know what's going on. How else yeah. do you guys utilize technology, you know, to your advantage within the business? Whether it's to create some more ease and convenience for you and the members, clients, or any yeah. other way. Yeah. So. When it comes to the scheduling side too, and just yep. maintaining an organization of clients, I like to use PT Minder. Okay. PT, yeah, PT Minder that helps me keep track of all my active clients, all scheduling, uh, cancellations, and for when it comes to the billing side, I use Square. Yep. And Square has a very easy system. It monitors everything. You can pull reports whenever you need to. And uh, for the PT Minder, it actually has an app that I'm working on as well, nice. where I can send workouts to clients directly from the app. I can send workout reminders like, hey, your session is tomorrow, or I can send like an hour before the session notifications. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have some technology in here. There's some t televisions. Uh, we've got some TVs on the Stairmaster and stuff, but I have the televisions mostly for my clients that come to warm up or cool down. 
So they have something to get lost in when they're doing their cardio or stretching or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like using technology. And like you said, like, um, for check-ins or reminders for people, like it helps us kind of build that accountability. I think systems, you know, like, and gives us that integrity tie down with people that, Hey, like, you know, you have a, make sure you're here tomorrow, 10 AM, whatever. So very cool. Richard. So with, with that, um, I know we've been open a year now. When when is the year anniversary? Is it past already, or is it, or is it coming up? Uh, this past November made a year. Oh, so all right, so a year and uh, almost a year, a year and a half. half right? yeah, 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 very cool. Very cool. So yeah, congrats on that. That's awesome. So with thank you. With all your members you started with, are they all still with you? Um, or what does retention look like? I know it's yeah. Personal training usually retention is obviously higher because we're 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 people. We're forming nice tight relationships as opposed yes. to like a gold gym type thing. So yes. what's been for you? How long have people been training with you over the past 18 months? What's that been like? It's been great. And surprisingly, my, a majority of my clients have been with me for over five years. Wow. Awesome. I have one guy who's been with me since I started my very, very first training job, uh, nine years ago. Very cool. And he's still exercising. Um, retention is great. There's not a lot of people who back out. Yeah. Um, not 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 because they don't see results. I have everyone who sees results, and it becomes, like I said before, part of a routine. Like it's right. their weekly. They make sure it's in the calendar. Yeah. It's more than just a training session. We're talking. We get to know each other. It, it's very personable and uh it, it retention's really really high really high and it just keeps growing and growing and growing the list of clients the people coming in and people staying around that's great man awesome to hear what what would you say um and you kind of just alluded to it like people coming in each month what does that look like as far as uh we're gaining new members each month as opposed to losing so like your your churn or your attrition rates yeah. What is like, an, what is like, what was like, what, what is it now? March? What does March look like for you? Is it, is it a plus as far as gaining, gain to loss, like a net plus member, new members, clients? Honestly, since I've been open, every single month has been a plus awesome. every single month. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There haven't been any negative months. It's always growing. Everything is always growing. Okay. And it's just you, right? Tra- training and coaching there? Or do you have anybody else? So I have two other trainers here. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I'm the head trainer here. Yeah, for sure. So so how did you, have they been with you since day one or did you bring them on as you went? Uh, the one female that's here training, Jen, she's been here since I've opened. Okay. And we actually worked at my last gym together as well, nice. the one that shut down. Nice. And the, the other trainer, he's actually starting next week. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So we've had a lot of people who have had on, a lot of gym owners all across the country having trouble finding coaches, right? Finding good trainers. Uh, so you have one great trainer with you now, bring on somebody new next week. What has been, um, what's worked well for you, Richard, to bring on these people? Like, what do you, what do you look for in a trainer? How have you gone about hiring them? Just the process of, of working, having other people, you know, as employees within your business. So everyone that I bring in here, I actually have connections with. Okay. I've known them from some time. So I've been in the fitness industry in this area for 10 plus years. So I know a lot of people. I know a lot of gyms. I have good friends that have opened gyms around the area as well. Right. Um, I, I Very good and strong connections with people that I've met with in the past or people that I've encountered. 
uh, that I've worked out with or potentially trained with. And whenever I, for example, this new gentleman that's starting next week, yeah. I've known him probably for four years, yeah. but he was in school studying very, very into fitness. And he reached out to me actually, because he found that I had this open nice. and I looked for someone who, who knows what they're doing. Right. But it's deeper than that. It's not just knowing how to put someone through a workout because anyone can tell someone to do this, do that, do this, do that. Right. It's right. more than just that. Right. It's how you actually interact with that person right. Right. and yes. how you mold to that person's needs. Yep. Because not everyone's the same. You can't talk to this person that's trying to gain weight the right. same way you talk to this person that's trying to lose weight. Right. right? It's right. all different. So I try to observe how they really interact deeper than just going through a workout. But of course, form, technique, all that stuff, education is that's that's standard. We know what's needed there. Sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like personal having a personal relationship with that person that you've known, you didn't just meet them off the street, you've known them for a while, you know what they're all about, you know what, what their principles are. And yeah. Then, yeah, man, like being able to build relationships with people is so important, I think, as a trainer. Yeah. You know, like and like, I think that's more important. I think it is more important than certifications, you know? Um, so yeah, very cool. You brought that up. Um, Richard, let's talk about, so it's you. We're going to have two other trainers now working. So we're going to be servicing a ton of clients here. What other services are you offering or maybe thinking of offering or have offered as far as like Ascension services, nutrition, programming, supplements? I know you have some merch wearing the merch now. What other services or products do you offer the members to kind of increase their, you know, their average value uh, per month? Okay. So looking to definitely incorporate nutrition programs, okay. but on top of nutrition programs, I also provide workout programs. So okay. clients, yeah, they see me twice a week, three times right. a week. Right. But what are you doing on your other days? You're not just at home relaxing. Yeah. So they also get programs guided directly towards what they're looking to do, what their goals are as well. And with that, it actually really, really helps keep clients engaged and wanting to come back because they see how invested you are in creating something additional for them to do yeah. on their own time and how much you really try to push them to do more or do better and get to their goals. Yeah, no, I love that, man. Yeah. Is there any, um, is that an extra, uh, an extra charge on top of the regular training? No, that's all included. Okay. What about the nutrition piece? Same thing. It would, it would be included. The nutrition would probably be a, an additional charge. Yeah. That would be separate from the, uh, personal training. Can you hear me? better can you hear me now i hear you perfectly weird yeah i apologize um that was very strange <laughs> yeah this computer is going in the trash real soon but um yeah. so uh yeah so the the uh nutrition piece uh sorry the workout piece would be is included right the extra workout workouts piece. included yes huh and nutrition when we start doing that you said it would be an extra charge yes in the future that would definitely be an additional charge because there's a lot more that goes into yeah that as well. for sure with yeah. the with the with the extra workout piece, extra workouts per week and programming, 
How are, are all your clients taking advantage of that? Or what is the percentage of clients? Everybody? Awesome. Yeah, almost almost every single client that comes in, I make sure to put emphasis on that too when they sign up. Yeah. Yeah. That they know it's not just when you see me here, all right, I'll see you next time. No, yeah. there are things you need to do on your off days. Yeah. And yeah. we do weekly or bi-weekly check-ins with weigh-ins and check body fat and all that stuff as Love well. It, so, so kind of like send that expectation day one. So they, yeah. they uh, fully know what to expect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That just helps with everything. Helps with uh, retention, with engagement, with, with all that stuff. So that's really cool, man. I, I really like that. I really like sharing that message with our listeners that want to open a gym or be a trainer, like setting that expectation in our first meeting um, for the client, I think is massive to our success. Um, so with all that being said, Rich, what's next for the business, for Dom's Sweat Bar? What are you looking to do over the next, you know, we'll say 12 months here from a business standpoint? What goal, what, what one or two big goals are we looking to kind of check that box off of? So I actually do have two goals to... Okay that I have set for the next year. Yeah. First being to come up with a system that can be followed by every trainer here. Yep. So it's not everyone is doing something different. There's no uniform. It's, it's just random. No, I would like a system that I can put in place to get everyone on the same page and everyone like a, a guideline to help everyone get to their plans. And with that being said, the next goal is to expand. I would love to have another location or two, all guided towards the same exact thing. Uh, the very unique thing about here is that it's a, it's a personal training studio. Right. I wanted to go with a, a boutique style look and feel so that when you walk in, it's very exclusive and it feel, the, the feeling is very heightened yep. and you feel like it's modern there's new items in the place it's very yeah. clean uh very sharp looking so i want to expand and have multiple locations yeah. that all follow the same system yeah. so that they can all be monitored and managed the same way sure yeah i love that man so uh be able to scale the systems in place when you say systems you're talking like sales systems uh programming system pretty much everything exactly. right? yeah yeah business operation mm -hmm. yeah yep. like totally I agree totally. I think that's great. Yeah. And like I said, I love the vibe of your place. I see that rogue equipment behind you. Yeah. I actually got kicked out of rogue headquarters once. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I was working out there and they don't, they don't like that. And, um, I got me and my friend got kicked out. That's another, that's another story in, uh, in Columbus. That's Ohio. Crazy. So if they're listening. Yeah. I'm yeah. But, uh, no, they make great stuff and uh, very good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I really like, Oh yeah, there we go. I love the vibe, man. The turf, yeah. like at the echo bike or assault bike there. Yep, all the way in the back. Yeah. yeah and no, really good look, really good looking place. Turf, turf. I love the turf rubber blend, you know? You guys yeah. just sled push, sled pull, a lot of sled work. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's really good for the older clients, you know, like doing the sled work is massive. Yeah. They have yes, bad it is. Hips, or, which we all do, you know, right? Eventually it's going to happen. So, um, so, yeah, I love the goals, Richard. We're looking to go. Any challenges you face? So you you open this thing, what, in the middle of COVID, pretty much, right? Maybe on right a, in the middle. Yeah. So besides that, any other challenges that you see or are dealing with now um, that are kind of in the way that you have to get through to get to that goal we're talking about? Um, honestly, no, no challenges. If if anything really gets in the way of that, it's me not doing the work, right? Because. Right. 
the clients are here, the trainers are here. It's just me figuring out and getting the system set so yep. that everyone can be successful. I love it, man. Yeah. So just taking full ownership. Yeah, that's it. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great message for the younger folks too out there who, who want to get in this business. End of the day, it comes back to us, right? It's yeah. full ownership. It's, it's our responsibility. Um, and it comes back to us end of the day. So Richard, man, I appreciate this. Where can we check you out? I think it's a great place to wrap it up. Where can the listeners check you out? Dom Sweat Bar on, on social media, website, all that good stuff. So the social media page is up, even though there's nothing there yet, but it is Dom Sweat Bar. And the website is in the process of being completed as well. Okay. Pictures and information, details about me, all that stuff. Yep. And that'll be domsweatbar.com as well. Love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on today, sharing your story showcasing Dom sweat bar like i said before the place looks uh pretty badass man so congrats thank you so much, <laughs> thank you so much. got it dude. and to all the listeners thank you we appreciate you guys as well please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes and as always until next time jim lords we are out thank you for listening to the podcast so far don't go anywhere we still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, Or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Pat of Abs Fitness. Pat, what's going on? How are you doing today? Ah, thank you for having me on your show. Happy to be here. I appreciate you being here. Look, we're excited to have you on. And before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you have going on at Abs Fitness, uh, first, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started in the first place. Honestly, JJ, this goes back 20 years ago plus, actually 30 years ago. Um, you know, I had a little stress in my life. I'm not going to elaborate on that. And I started running. I've always been really athletic in my life, played school sports, blah, blah, blah. I have a love for fitness that's probably unusual compared to most people. And I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to start helping people. That's what I love to do. So I literally uh, worked for some big chains like Bally's that is now as LA Fitness as a personal trainer. Um, wasn't kind of my gig that personal training one-on-one, but I always kept my certification up as a you know, trainer. Um, and then I decided to open up my own place in 2004. So that's what I did. And I initiated it um, you know, in a small town, which I love that small atmosphere feeling. It gives me community um, with women. My, my gym is all women. Um, and it's loyalty more than big franchises. That's something personally I love is that small community. So just the love of fitness, you know, helping people out, 
uh, educating people, building a community, having fun. Yeah, that's that's basically what we're about. And we do all the above. We laugh and have a great time at my my gym. Yeah, I love that. I think that's such a big, a big point to view. I think, um, honestly, I think with the small town and being the woman based, I think almost it, it almost stand out a little more, you know, because yeah. it's like you're shrinking your demographic, but it's right. you're specifying that group of people. And now that I think that's awesome. I think that's great. That. Right. And um, so let me ask you this, right? Um, if I walked into the gym or let's say I was a winner and I walked into the gym, yeah. um, you know, what yeah. services would I have to choose from? Uh, as a man, you're talking or uh, well, as, as a member, as a member. As yeah. a member, okay. Um, honestly, you would have group fitness training. We teach kickboxing, Tabata, step, yoga, Pilates. You'd have all these different classes available to you that are all exclusively in, in my uh, membership fee. Um, you'd have a circuit. We have 14 hydraulic machines. So if you don't want a class, the circuit is always open. And then in the middle of that circuit, I say it's entertainment. We're working out as a group fitness class. And my ladies that are on the circuit, don't want to do it they're kind of watching what we're doing so it's it's a win-win for everybody um and yeah. then honestly i have a, a masseuse on board so we have a special room that when we shut down we do shut down for a little bit a couple hours um that's her time to give some of these girls massages you know by appointment so we have a really good bunch of uh people we have you know an atmosphere that's that's um uh, a community that's welcoming, welcoming yeah. to a lot of these ladies. And I think because we're all women's facility, they don't feel so intimidated going into a larger gym. Not that I'm bashing any larger gyms. Trust me, I worked at some of them. But fitness exercise to me is hard for people to, uh, how do I say it? They, um, they're uncomfortable, okay? And one of my models is start feeling a little uncomfortable only physically, so that way you get past that point so you can reach more of an advantage point of, hey, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting fitter. And I know I'm probably getting off topic here, but um, you know, that's what we're about. It's not just yeah. laughs and giggles. We, we have some good workouts in our club. So you know, the, the thing about it is I'm not a high-end priced place. So you're not gonna pay $100 a month at my gym. I don't believe in charging all these high-end prices you know, for something that you can get at a smaller gym just as well, because I want yeah. people to feel comfortable. I want people to be able to afford it. Number one, you know, it's almost like when you go to the movies, half the people that go to the movies, they bring their own popcorn and they say, oh no, I'm not bringing my own cup. Bullshit. You know, they're bringing that popcorn in because they don't want to pay 15 bucks a bag. So same thing. Sure. With my, I mean, the analogy is the same, same thing with my gym. I'm not going to charge these high ass prices you know, for somebody that can't afford it, when really the bottom line is, is the health of it. Trying to help somebody get healthier, not, yeah. you know, charge them high prices, period. Yeah, that's a big component too. I think a lot of a lot of people often don't really look past that. And that really goes to show that you're here to help people to change their lives, right? You're not here right. for financial gratification. You're here for a bigger purpose. Absolutely. Um, and on the topic of members, Pat, how many members are you guys at currently? I got about 115. 115. Okay. And so it, it, out of the 115, what would they have to pay on average to maintain their membership? On average with no contract, literally $44. That's a month. And there's sometimes a service fee and I alternate that service fee depending on what month it is. If it's 
Valentine's Day, sometimes it's 14 bucks, February 14th, to join the club. Sometimes it's $0 to join. It all depends on the month. Summertime, you want to get people in the gym more because everybody works out outside. But, you know, with what we do, the strength training of it, yeah, I tell them you need that strength training, then go outside and run. You know, the combination of the cardio and strength training is so important together, as far as I'm concerned, to burn fat. Um, but, yeah, so 44 bucks a month. And then if they sign a contract, usually six months to a year contract, it's $37 a month, JJ. That's nothing. I mean, co yeah. compared to some of these gyms that I'm looking at, $130 a month. So in the end, the workout is the workout. The community, this is why people, in my opinion, they love the community group fitness to be with other people. You know, that kind of engages us to, it empowers each other. Hey, look at that girl. She's working out a little harder. You know, they don't say it, but they look at it and it challenges them. It encourages them. And that's honestly what my gym is all about. We route on for each other. Hey, work harder, you know, but there's a point where we don't overload it. Cause I always tell them again, some of my clientele range from 20 to 87 years old. So being a personal trainer, I always look at them, perceived exertion, you know, how hard are they working? Are they working hard, too hard where they can't even breathe? Or are they not working hard enough? And that's where I tell them, get out of that comfort zone. So yeah, 44 bucks, back to your question. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no it's, it's perfect. I love that. I love that. I think that's that's such a great point too. I mean, I, I all, everything you mentioned, regardless of uh, off of pricing, I think you you mentioned the part about the perceived exertion stuff. I think that's such a big component too, with actually knowing where your clients are on terms of that exertion level, yeah, uh, and paying attention to those things, you know. And the fact that you still you're a gym owner, but you do train as well. I think that's a beautiful thing there too. You know, not a lot of people go do they try to get out of that as soon as yeah. possible. But again, you're yeah. here for a bigger purpose. Um, and so let me ask off the topic of members. Now let's go back and and let's discuss this. So. How do you go about finding new clients, right? Because I think oftentimes yeah. you have referrals and you have, you know, word of mouth, of course, but um, is there any other methods besides those that you try to find clients with? You know, back in the day, I used to go house to house and drop off flyers, but now social media is my friend. Facebook. Um, I'm actually new to Instagram, but I'm going to be on Instagram because it's a, it's a whole different generation compared to when I started in the eighties, you know, so you got to keep up with the times, but my biggest is word of mouth referrals. Hey, this lady, you know, you, you make her happy. I have a lady that lost a hundred pounds. What does she do? She goes and tells Sally down the road. Oh my God, this gym is such a, a great place. It's that makes you feel comfortable. You know, it's a lot of fun. You work hard, blah, blah, blah. And that reflects back to me where that person comes in and says, Hey, I, I'm interested. So my biggest model of making somebody comfortable, truly, especially women, cause you know, women, we can, <laughs> we can actually feel really insecure sometimes. And what exercise in my opinion does is makes you feel confident, makes you healthy. Number one on my list, healthy. You know, the weight loss will come if you just eat right. And God knows, you know this as a PT yourself, personal trainer, that there's so many diet fads out there. There, It's a billion dollar industry, JJ, billions. And it's like the simple rule is just to eat healthy, have a couple of snacks here and there, occasionally cheat, you know, to stay on track because nobody can stay with these cabbage diet crap that they used to come out with and all these fads, you know? So that's just my own personal opinion. I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I don't believe in that. I believe nutrition 
exercise, mental health, you know, community all go hand in hand on truly helping somebody balance in their life. We, we've all been up and down, you know, sometimes depressed, sometimes so high, you're like, I wish I could keep that high. And I'm not talking high, high, but you know, <laughs> that, that type of feeling of endorphins after you work out, you feel so damn good. You're, you're, the energy level escalates. So that's what my whole life, that's what I try and have people do by, by doing it through a group fitness community, consistency. I always tell everybody, consistency is the key. I don't care what you do. I mean, no workout is a bad workout unless you don't do it at all, you know? Sure, I, I like that. Yeah, and your diet, you know how big diet is. Diet, you can, you can never outwork a bad diet. Think about that. Never. I don't Never. care. You know what I mean? Who you are, unless you're on the Olympics, you're going to burn 10,000 calories, you know, in a day, you're never going to out exercise a bad diet. So you start, you got to wean that crap out a little bit. And I'm, I'm guilty. Honest to God, I'm guilty as charged. And my members know it. Sometimes I'll have a little bit of, you know, Taco Bell if I get hungry or whatever here, but I don't do it every day or not even once a week. Hey, at least you're honest with yourself. You know, a lot of people are in denial. Of, oh, I don't need to bet. Yeah, I mean, oh, hey, yeah. It's okay. Once in oh. a while, it's not the worst thing ever, oh, right? Man, I can tell you stories at my gym where I've had people lie to me and all of a sudden they're gaining weight and they blame me. And I'm like, wait a minute. And Come I find out later they're eating hot dogs, hamburgers. And I'm like, wait, you got to be honest with me. You know? That's it. You can't blame me for that. I mean, Jesus, no. come on. <laughs> no, not at all. You wouldn't be in business for almost 20 years if you didn't know what you were doing. Come on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah. and let me ask you. I have to mention uh, something to you just yeah. right quick. My fitness uh, brand, ABS, is literally an acronym for my three daughters, Alexis, Brittany, and Sierra. And I came up with that really? just because I have three daughters, my husband and I, and I just thought that was perfect fitting for my business. So I just wanted to throw I that agree. out there where I got that name. That's funny. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I, I just assumed it was very really abdominal, you know, like abs. Well, it is. Yeah, that's, it's two two things at once. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. With yeah. A, a, that uh, the little bit of meaning behind it. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they must love that. I'm telling you. Yeah, they do. Do they work out with you at the gym? Oh, I got one daughter sitting here with me right now. She's getting her doctorate degree in mental health, a psychology, clinical psychology. So, and you know, I think I've taught my girls all along the, the mental part of it, the physical part, the spiritual, the community, all of it, again, is a balance in life. And thank God we have three great girls. They're all in the medical field. One's an RN. So it's, it's just a, it, yeah. it's a good thing. And trust yeah, me, we are a perfect family, but we never give up. We keep trying, trying. And we're a physical family. Soccer yeah. our whole life. Girls all played it. soccer. So that's it. It's one of the best sports, I'll tell you that. It is. It is. <laughs> the most fun. So awesome. And I'm back on the topic of clients here, Pat. Let me ask you this. Uh, let's say traffic was never a concern, right? Let's say you get unlimited traffic. What would be hypothetically the most you could handle in terms of clients? Like an like estimated number. Um at one time, are you talking about like in uh, one total, time? like total? Total. Oh wow! Shoot, at one point before pandemic, I literally um, had over two hundred, but the max about 300, 300 clients. Wow. Yeah. Now my gym is only about maybe fourteen, fifteen hundred square feet. It's small, but we are open until like nine p.m. Pandemic really kind of hurt me in a lot of ways, where I couldn't get anybody to work for me 
on afternoon shifts. So we are now open uh, certain hours, like 6 a.m. in the morning until 12 p.m. But then after 12 p.m., we're actually unstaffed. So uh, but people have uh, um, access to the club, but there's no staff there. So that's self-motivation. And you know how hard it is to get yourself up and going. You know, so yeah, but now we have access to 9 p.m. So I would say about, honestly, that club, because of the hours, 300, that would be great to get back up to that number. I wish I could get back up to that number. But, you know, post-pandemic now, all of our gyms, were a lot of us went out of business. I'm blessed that I'm still in business. And that's because of loyalty of my members. You know, yeah. when I was in the pandemic, I literally for six months was shut down. I would be in contact with these ladies on social media, take them to the park, work out at the park free. I never charged, never charged them at all. And that's one of the things, honestly, I just, like I said in the beginning, I don't believe in, you know, gouging people because it's more important to me than just the money aspect of it. Although I need money to survive, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went to the park. We did, I did videos at my club by myself, recorded them, sent them to my clients, you know, just tried to stay afloat. So, yeah. Wow. Hard. I believe it. I believe it. And I mean, congratulations on still being open. You know, I mean, you wouldn't want all that hard work just to go away for uh, circumstances you couldn't control. Am I right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, but again, big that you're still here because a lot of oftentimes we'll get to be one here. And they're like, we're in this close to being, I mean, I'm telling you, it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you're still here. So it is. Um, it is. now what I want to do here, Pat, let's take a step back from clients, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you get someone who's interested, right? I'm, I'm a lead. I'm interested in joining. Obviously still your avatar. So be a woman here. If right. I'm interested in joining, right? Walk me through the client journey, right? From walking in with interest to being like the sales process and being sold to actually becoming a client? Like, what does that look like for you guys? You know what? Honestly, JJ, we are no bullshit type of club. Somebody comes in, I have no sales tactic whatsoever. I tell myself, my girls, because I have a couple of people that work for me, don't bullshit anybody. Be transparent, be genuine with these ladies and that the place will sell itself. So literally somebody comes in, I welcome them to my gym, I literally show them around, show them the circuit, give them a schedule of the classes. And I right away tell them the price because I'm not hiding anything. And this is what you're getting. You're getting this, you're getting that, you know, the free classes, you're getting the, the communication, you're getting the social part of it. You're getting the education. I'll sit them back in my room and talk to them about their nutrition. You know, I'm not certified in nutrition, but I've taken many, many classes over the years on how important the nutrition is with the physical activity. So I sit down and, and explain everything to them. And I think they see, I know they see the genu genuineness in me and my girls and it sells them right away. Very few times does anybody walk out of my club not joining. In fact, when I was on the phone with Kara, uh, one of your gals over there, she, um, I had to cut her short because I had a new member walk in and I'm like, Kara, Kara, I'm so sorry. I, I got a new member here and she joined, you know, so yeah, that's, that's basically my sell yeah. tactic. You know, I don't push that, that sell because to me, when somebody pushes you, you know this, when somebody pushes you, pushes you to buy something, what do you do? You're skeptical. You think to yourself, oh, I don't want this. There's something going on, you know? So you, you back off because you're thinking, 
So to me, I'm like, what you see is what you get here. And this is the truth. And then, you know, on top of this, I got to tell you this real quick. My members start engaging with my conversation. Sometimes I'm like, wait, 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 you guys. They're like, oh my God, you're going to love it here. And, and Pat's such a good trainer and Tara's a good trainer and Sandy, you know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, I swear to God, I do not pay them to say this stuff. I don't, but they just, it's such a built community that they, you know, I'm blessed. I'm grateful to the max and I'm blessed because this is, yeah. I, I worked at the airline for 21 years and I literally quit the airline to do this because I was doing both, but this is my passion in life, my whole life. And so wow. my husband and I decided, Hey, I'm doing this. You That's know? a beautiful thing there. Yeah. And I think, um, that just goes to show the conviction that your 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 own clients have in you when they're willing to do that sales for you, right? I mean, without even you asking, I mean, I mean, yeah. that just shows that you're great at what you do, and that's a hundred percent certain. I mean, there's no doubt there. Yeah, no, truly, and, yeah, a hundred percent, Pat. And let me ask this: Do you do all the selling your the selling yourself? Um, no, I got two other girls, so when I'm not there, oh, my okay. girls know exactly what to do. And, you know, I've trained gotcha. them to just, it's simple. Just be yourself. Show them what we got. Show them what we offer. Be yourself. And if it doesn't sell, then they're not ready to join. And I always ask my clients, why do you want to lose weight? What's the why reason? I mean, there's got to be something. Are you got a wedding coming up that's going to come and go? You know, so there's got to be a reason you have to mentally be ready to change your life, not just lose weight. Change your life for the better. So, and again, yeah. it all goes in balance, JJ. It's the mental, it's the physical, it's the eating, it's the spirituality, depending if you're, you know, if you're real religious or not, everybody needs a higher power. I don't care who you are in your life, especially in these days where everybody's going nuts, man. Everybody's going crazy. You know what I mean? This is why I, my, my, like I said, my daughter's going to be a doctor in mental health and I worry about her, you know, just because yeah. she's going to be helping so many people. But yeah, I, I gotcha. Yeah, for real, yeah. for real. And uh, let me ask you this, uh, Pat. I'm going to turn the table here. I think this is always a good question to kind of self-reflect on yourself because in, in the gym industry or in any business, about five pillars of business that we use, but typically in fitness, there's about three that we use more often than any. And mm -hmm. so there's lead generation, which is your marketing, right? Then you have your sales, which mm -hmm. is acquiring your clients. And then you have retention and ascension, so retaining your clients and having them buy more from you, since it's a, an upsell. Um, of those three components, those three pillars, where do you feel like you can improve on the most? Well, I definitely gotta say probably sales because of the pandemics. It's so many people have quit because they're scared. Um, and so the selling to me is something important. That's what keeps me alive. That's what keeps me afloat. Obviously, when somebody quits, it hurts your business. So, yeah, you know, marketing, it's, it's, it all goes hand in hand with each other. But yeah, I would say the selling point is the most important. You, you want to keep the people where you got them, keep that retention where it's at. You know, the, you keep at some point you start losing all your people. You have nothing. I mean, I have what yeah. I have, but my, my own self, um, you know, you know, I'm trying to say like, I can always do my exercise on my own, but it's so much more enjoyable doing it with other people and especially being women. You know, we, we laugh a lot, we joke a lot um, and we work out hard. Yeah, 
A hundred percent. I think, uh, especially when you're in a group like that with the other women, pushing you have to like even work out even harder. So yeah. I think that's a, <laughs> an yeah. awesome thing there. And on the topic of retention, um, how do you guys go about tracking who's joining, who's leaving, who's been a member for how long? How do you guys track that? I have a computer system, honestly, and every time they come in, they scan in. So I know, you know, how often they're coming to my gym, how many times a month, how many times a week. Um, and when they don't show up, and I actually tell my new clients this right in the beginning, if within two weeks, you're not at my club, you're getting a phone call from me or you're getting an Instagram, uh, you're getting a message. Hey, we're, I do that all the time, JJ. I'm constantly on my phone because you know what happens with this industry. People are so high. Oh yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden, two, three weeks fall off and they're like, they're done. They're not doing it. And that's why I always yeah. say you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, what do they say? 150 minutes a week. That's all. I'm asking out of you guys, 150 minutes a week is the American Heart Association says, that's what you need. Of course, we wanna go beyond and above that, but if they're staying there at, at, you know, three times a week and they're consistent, they're gonna see results in the end, tweak your eating a little bit. So I, I think that's huge. Yeah, know? for sure, for sure. I mean, it is a major point. And I think you doing that due diligence to them accountable yeah. is what's going to set you aside from a lot of other people. Yeah. And I think that's great. You knowing that you can track that. It's, it's big. I mean, a lot of gym owners don't track it. They just have like a sign-in sheet, throw away at the end of the day. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, No, no. Whatever. I try to stay very personable. You know, sometimes it's hard with over 100 members. But honestly, I, I really try. I mean, pretty much I think everybody knows me. I get to know them. Even if they join on my other girl's clock, I will make a point meeting them, sitting down, console with them, find out what they're really looking for and see if we can offer it to them. And you know, I'm up, I'm transparent with these people. So if my gym's not good for them, I tell them, go somewhere else, make some other gym owner happy. You know what I mean? But this is what we're giving you and hopefully it'll help. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. And uh, last two questions for you here, Pat. You know, I, I think this is always a strong question and I think it's always a good one to just for yourself. You know, what's the bigger picture for, for you and Abs Fitness? Like, what, what do you, the overarching goal, what's the goal for you guys going forward? Honestly, I'm so happy just staying where I'm at. Um, my overall picture would be higher numbers, of course. You always want to keep your, your numbers increasing clientele-wise. Um, I don't own my building. I wish, <laughs> I always say, if I ever hit the lotto, I'm going to double the size of my building, put a nutrition bar in there and make everybody happy. And it's going to be free. The nutrition part of it <laughs> shakes for free at abs. I of course, I'd increase my prices though. <laughs> you know you what I mean? To. You have to. But honestly, yeah, that, that's it. That's all I have to say with that one. I mean, just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't have too much to say, you know, with that. No, totally. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And then, you know, this is always a great question to ask too. We had a, a gentleman last week who, we kid you not, he walked out of the room for 10 minutes, came back and we started re-recording because he was like, I, I need a second to think about this. So um, if you could go back in time, so when you first started your gym, uh, what would be one piece of advice you tell yourself right before starting? Oh my God, don't listen to all these ladies. Damn, I had all these women telling me so many things. I mean, honestly, my biggest thing is I would have to learn how to delegate more because I took all these women's advice. You should do this, you should do that, you should. And then I realized 
I know what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, perfect by all means, but I know what I'm doing. And I was a lot more educated than they were as far as that. And I've always kept up all my certifications with everything. Um, I also take insurances at my business. So Silver Sneakers, Silver Fit, Pure Fit, United Healthcare, they all make me take classes. So on top of my CEUs for my personal training certification, I got to take other classes you know, because there's different fitness levels for the elderly people than the younger ones. So there's always a balance in my club, trying to challenge the younger ones and trying to protect my older ones, but keeping them fit. But back to your question, I would learn how to delegate more um, and not take so much advice, listen, but not really take a lot of their advice to heart and do it my way and believe in me. Because that's what I always tell them, believe in yourself. You know, my one of my models is, Abs Fitness, achieve what your mind believes. If you believe it in your mind, no matter what you do in life, you're going to succeed at it. But you got to have that passion and you got to really want it and you got to work hard for it and you'll get it. Yeah. So I couldn't agree with you anymore on that. And that, that's, that's great advice for a lot of the other new gym owners coming into here and listening. I think, uh, you know, not listening to everybody's advice because they're not in your shoes. Yeah. You know, they're not you, right? They're, they're not running your facility. Right. Um, that's the biggest thing. So I think that's great advice there, honestly, Pat. And look, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, Pat, mm -hmm. uh, please shout out your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever you have. Oh, great. It's, uh, yeah, Abs Fitness um, in Carleton, Michigan. And honestly, I'm on Facebook under Pat Kano. So right now I don't have an Instagram account. I'm still learning that. You know what I mean? How to do some of those uh, social media links and things like that. But um. Yeah, they can find me under Pat Kano, Abs Fitness in Carlton. It's a small little town, but C-A-N-O is my last name. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Pat, look, and look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look Thanks. forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Thanks, JJ. Um, yeah, totally. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us, talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description. Fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very shortly. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.